The Morning Show on 95.3 WBCK. And here's Tim Collins. It is 8.08 now, 95.3 WBCK. A little later on, Christy Lasinski will be joining us on our Miles for Memory moment. And they've got an event coming up, uh, the annual community stroll, the Miles for Memory Marathon. We'll find out about some of those activities. State Representative Matt Hall, 63rd District here from Marshall, is with us on the line. And uh, good morning, Representative Hall. Nice to have you with us. Good morning, Tim. So I guess uh, the first thing, uh, here a couple of weeks ago, the end of those extra federal unemployment benefits. Uh, your thoughts on that, and uh, will that help the state of Michigan, or will that uh, be a hindrance? What do you think? Well, you're right. Uh, the, the federal unemployment benefits, the extra $300 that people uh, were receiving uh, ended uh, a couple weeks ago, and you know, uh, I think it was time. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, Tim, I was uh, working very hard to get people their unemployment benefits, and I still am. And it's amazing how uh, those who are eligible for benefits, um, in many cases, still are struggling to get them from the unemployment agency. But um, I think, you know, I, I when I chaired the Joint Select Committee on the COVID-19 pandemic, I, you know, held hearings and brought in the director of the agency and we exposed that uh, they paid out, um, uh, they disabled all their fraud detection tools uh, intentionally and that led to uh, billions of dollars potentially of uh, fraudulent payments uh, that are, you know, it's taxpayer dollars, it's our money. We'll uh, get all that back, all right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) I mean, I know they're trying, but, but it's unlikely, right? And, but we know all that, and um, and so uh, fortunately, that director was fired, and uh, yet there still continue to be problems uh, going on in the agency. So, um, you know, when I talk to small businesses across Calhoun County, uh, probably the most common thing I would hear is, "Look, I mean, these people uh, are that we're you know we're of a shortage of talent." Uh, people tell them that. They can make more money work not working, and that's because of that federal unemployment benefit. And you know, our society is mostly reopened. Um, now it's time for people to go back to work, and and by getting rid of that uh, extra unemployment benefit, uh, I think we'll see them start going back to work, and that's important because you know I think you know every restaurant you go to uh, is understaffed. Um, some have cut back days and hours. Many have closed uh, because of the policies of Governor Whitmer, and it's unfortunate because uh, we'll never get them back. And so uh, getting rid of this uh, federal unemployment benefit is definitely a step in the right direction. We need to uh, incentivize and find ways to, to get people to go back to work, not give them incentives to stay home uh, while so many of our small businesses are struggling across Calhoun County. I've had a couple of times where I was out driving fairly late at night and I look at the gas gauge and it's like getting down on E and I'm thinking, oh, there's a station up here that's always open. And no, oh, well, there's another one over here is always open. No, 
they're all closing like at nine ten o'clock now. And same with the fast food places because they can't staff them. Yeah, and actually, we uh, we tried to pass a bill that allowed those pumps to be on even when the stations are closed, and Governor Whitmer vetoed that too. So um, that's just another way we were trying to help the people of Michigan, but uh, for whatever reason, she she did not want to go along with that. Huh? I had not heard that one. That's kind of an interesting idea. So you you could just drive up, and as long as you paid with credit card, you could get gas, whether the place was open or not? Yeah, yeah, particularly, you know, in rural areas. Um, I know that it was proposed by one of the legislators from the Upper Peninsula. Uh, you can imagine if we were having those problems here in Calhoun County, uh, what was going on up there. Uh, but she vetoed the bill, so huh. um, that's where we're at on that one. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the state budget because I keep hearing that we have a, a surplus. Actually, we we thought first of all that because of COVID nineteen and a lack of tax revenue that we'd be in trouble, but that hasn't been the case. There's actually a surplus, and then you put on top of that all the federal COVID dollars coming in, and uh, it's it's not like some years where we're wondering what was going to get cut. There's enough money there, so. Why don't we have a budget? Well, uh, first of all, I think, you know, Tim, that um, before the school year started, we came to a bipartisan agreement on the school budget, and that is done. And uh, it really had good results uh, for the people of Calhoun County. You might know that for for decades, um, if you went to a richer school, like in Gross Point, uh, you were getting more money from the state per student uh, than somewhere like Marshall or Tecancha or um, Athens. And for, we finally uh, solved that problem. We finally closed the gap, and now every student, no matter where they go to school, uh, receives the same amount of money from the state. And that's the way it should have been. Um, we, we made an 8% increase uh, in education funding this year. Um, you know, and that's coming off year after year after year, uh, since, you know, since I've been there, record funding for education. So I think we, um, you know, we're investing, um, a lot of money in, uh, um, uh, pre, pre, you know, pre-K education. Uh, we're, you know, doing a lot of things to, uh, apprenticeship programs and things like that for kids to, go into skilled trades and other, I mean, and we talked about the um, shortage of talent. Uh, so we're, you know, we're doing a lot to uh, invest in those areas as well. And, um, and so I'm hopeful that uh, our superintendents uh, acknowledge that they've got the resources to do the job and uh, now they've got to, they've got to execute. And, um, you know, uh, I'm hopeful they do because, you know, this is one of those things, um, you know, that I campaigned on, which is making sure we invest in education for our kids. So we've done it, uh, and I'm happy uh, happy we to do that for, for Calhoun County and to finally close that gap so that, you know, every kid in Calhoun County gets the same amount as a student in Oakland County or somewhere else. So uh, that was a win. Um, talking about the state budget, 
the first thing I think you'll see is the um, is the regular state budget. Um, I think we're pretty close to agreement. I'm going to get a briefing on it here in a couple hours, uh, and I could I think as early as tomorrow you would see a vote on the budget. Um, you know, we have a deadline of September 30th, so that's when the state's fiscal year ends. So we'll have to, we've got about a week plus to get it done, but I think you can see a vote on it tomorrow. Um, and then once the state budget's done, uh, the regular state money, you know, that, that we receive from that, you know, the sales tax and the income tax, um, I think then you'll see discussions start on how to spend that federal money. Cause I think, you know, Tim, you know, when the Biden administration appropriates that money to the state, the state still has to approve how to spend it. You know, Whitmer can't just spend it. Uh, the legislature has to approve that. So I know Dr. Bison has been working hard uh, to put money in that budget to help with the uh, McCamley Plaza, um, you know, that hotel downtown Battle Creek. Mm-hmm. I'm supporting that. Uh, we want to see some money in there. I mean, you know, we have billions of dollars that came from the Biden administration. So, you know, we're trying to make sure a good part of that money gets invested in Battle Creek and Calhoun County. So uh, anything we can do to help support the construction of that, uh, you know, renovation of that hotel in downtown Battle Creek to attract people to the area, uh, we fully support. You know, we're working with Battle Creek Unlimited on that. Um, the other thing I think is important uh, that we need to try to get funding for is this uh, strategic site in the Marshall area across uh, from Firekeepers. You know, this is one of the, I mean, this is the largest parcel of land in the state uh, that's available. And I think, you know, there's been a few times where, uh, we've been close to landing a major employer, and we're talking, you know, five more than 5,000 jobs. Um, and so I'd like to see us get some money in the budget to uh, to invest in that site, to get it ready, uh, to get it ready for a big employer to come in. Um, and so th- those are two projects we're working on in the budget, and, uh, and I think will help our communities. And I guess that's the overall theme. I mean, with all that extra money coming from the Biden administration, I'd like to see that money go into infrastructure, go into, you know, replacing sewer systems, replacing bridges, um, you know, projects that will be around in 40 years, not new programs to grow government. And that's one of the major differences in philosophy between the Republicans and the Democrats on, on how to spend this money. But ultimately, we'll come to agreement, uh, just like we're, we're getting ready to do here on the regular state budget this week. State rep. State Representative Matt Hall is on our line right now. And um, just to wrap up the budget, any tax cuts in that budget so far with the surplus and everything? Well, with the uh, with the federal money, um, like I said, once we get uh, the state budget figured out this week, and I think we'll probably vote on it tomorrow. Um, we're very, you know, I've been announced there's an agreement. I'm still, uh, you know, we're going to get the details later today, and um, I'll be looking at that very carefully. Um, but. Um, 
you know, as the next phase is we're going to be working on this federal money uh, that's come from the Biden administration. There's billions of dollars in how to spend that. And I know some states uh, have chosen to use a part, a portion of that money for tax cuts. And um, the the language of the of the federal uh, legislation that authorizes the spending of this money attempted to put uh, restrictions on tax cuts. It tried to prevent uh, tax cuts. And um, and some federal courts have struck that down and said uh, that's that's not a condition you can put on this money. And so, therefore, you've seen Ohio and other states move forward. Um, now, this hasn't been settled yet at the Supreme Court. It's uh, It's been some lower federal courts, but it's opened a door where states are considering tax cuts. So, uh, you know, Tim, that I chair the uh, Tax Policy Committee here in Michigan mm-hmm. in the House. Um, so we're looking very carefully at that, you know, um, you know, one one option is uh, cutting the income tax, and uh, this is you know this is something you probably remember when uh, when Jennifer Granholm was governor, they raised the income tax to where it is now, um, four point two five, and at the time they did that, they said they were going to it was temporary and it was only going to be a couple years. Well, it's been over ten years, and. Uh, so one, one thing I've been hearing a lot is, you know, let's lower that back below 4%, uh, where it used to be, uh, before that increase. Um, so that, that's something we're looking at. Another one is, uh, is, you know, some kind of retirement tax cut. Um, you know, I've heard from a lot of people across our communities who, who, uh, did not like that pension tax when it went into effect. And, uh, you know, they'd save their entire lives, and uh, uh, and they were expecting a fixed income, and then they got a tax increase after they retired. So, you know, that's another thing that um, that we're looking closely at. And um, also, um, you know, there's some legislation uh, looking at um, how to cut the, the the taxes on some of our businesses. They've been through a lot over the last um over the last two years but i'll tell you too one thing people don't realize um when you're cutting uh the income tax um small businesses in our state that's how they pay their taxes uh not through like a corporate tax but most of them are um llc's or partnerships that pay the income tax so if you cut that, you're not just cutting the taxes you and I pay, but you're cutting them for all those small businesses that have been through so much uh, under under Governor Whitmer. So those are some things we're looking at, um, and I'm sure we'll hear more ideas as we move forward over the next few uh, months. And, and one thing I did want to throw in, I didn't get a chance to mention, um, uh, we cut the ribbon uh, a couple days ago, let's see, it would have been Friday, uh, at WMU on their new aviation um, academy uh, edition there over at the Aviation College in, in Battle Creek. And, you know, this was the product of uh, of state funding. And at the time, it was Mike Knopf who championed that, um, and, and we were able to get it done, and I was there to support it. Um, and so, you know, this is really the impact that uh, – 
that funding in our state budget can have to bring jobs and bring people into Battle Creek and into our communities. So, you know, they just cut the ribbon on that. It's a state-of-the-art program really across the state and across the country for aviation. It really is a a strong, um, strong uh, thing for Battle Creek in our county. So, uh, you know, when we do the budget, you know, supporting our, our local universities, our community colleges, and programs like that are definitely going to be things on my mind as we look how to spend this money, Tim. State Representative Matt Hall, thanks so much uh, for being our guest this morning on WBCK.